There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Uh, we're uh, having fun today with Johnny Depp responding to trolls about mashed potatoes. Um, really weird. You can listen to the last hour to hear what he had to say at the Cannes Film Festival. But now we have to talk about Carl Lentz. Can you catch people up on who that actually Why? is? Yes, John. The reason we're talking about Carl Lentz is because he is the subject of an upcoming docuseries premiering Friday on the FX called The Secrets of Hillsong. Now, this four-part series debuts on FX Friday, and then you'll be able to watch it on the Hulus, I think, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think they're dropping the first two episodes of this four-part series about the rock star pastor... I should say former rock star pastor because he really was sort of um, a rock star in young pastor circles. But also he was connected to and close to such rock stars as Justin Bieber. I would That's call him right. a pop star. But you know what I'm saying. Basically, this is the was, celebrity church that people all, all the celebrities go to. Yeah, but did, there's so. also been a lot of in the United States. It's kind of got that, you know, rock uh, Jesus Rock experience. Oh yeah, attached I've been to, to those. I've uh, been to those kind to of church, not Hillsong. Oh, okay, but you know it can be pretty fun. But they, the church globally, has been connected to a lot of controversy, Eesh. and we, I know, years ago talked about Hillsong, especially the sort of offshoots and their connections to the Kardashians and there's a lot of money and there's a lot of, there's just a lot of questions. And so when we learned what? Uh, no, nothing. I don't know. Okay. When we learned that there was some drama around Carl Lentz, it was like, Oh, this is interesting. Cause we'd heard some buzz that perhaps things were not on the up and up over at the Hillsong. And then we find out that the head of, or the, the head pastor over there and specifically of their New York, I think they were most, uh, at the time this all went down, he and his wife were over in New York uh, in that side of the Hillsong experience. And he essentially admitted, we found out, that he'd been unfaithful in his marriage, mm-hmm. had had a number of affairs, and was then forced out of the church, him and his wife both. Mm-hmm. And then he sort of became like, you know, per- persona non grata in the church. They had to leave. And uh, just a lot of scandal swirling around him and his role in the church and some toxic behavior in his not just extramarital relationships, but also the toxic workplace at Hillsong that a, a number of people came forward and talked about at the time. 
Uh, this is interesting because it's like they feature interviews with them, Carl and Laura. Yeah. So they've stayed together. Well, they're not together, but they have children. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So, and that's exactly what I wanted to tell you about this four-part docuseries. They are participating in it mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think most people would expect at first. Like you'd think maybe this is just looking at them from a distance, but no, he talks about how, you know, he has changed his life. He's gotten, I think he's talked about getting sober, at least, you know, um, trying to live his life on the up and up. And so part of that healing process was to account for his behavior. Right. And so that's why they're saying they're participating in this particular, you know, documentary. I don't know fully though, what else is going to be in this documentary. So I don't know what to expect other than we are going to hear a firsthand account from both him and his wife. And, you know, I'm like one of those organizations that I'm endlessly fascinated by whenever something seems too good to be true, it doesn't take long before you start scratching the surface and things don't add up. And there's, you know, questionable behaviors by the people involved at the top. So it'll be interesting to see what this, Carl Lentz docuseries contains. It's really, it's always so interesting to me that um, it's the same mistakes that you see um, in all churches where it's like there are moral questions. Uh, Not that all of them are bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's like you've seen other pastors in the past do the same thing, cheat on their wife and have to repent. So whenever you are faced with that problem, I'm just interested in in why they do go to I, the dark side. <laughs> well, I think there's two reasons, because I'm an expert, not okay. at all. But I've seen enough of these stories to think, It's huh. like, don't you know better? And I, I think specifically, and we talked about this, I remember at the time that all these stories came out about Carl Lentz. You know, if you place all of your attention, focus... And build a celebrity around the leader of an organization. Mm, I mean, you can focus on churches, sure, but I don't think it's just church. I don't think there's anything inherent in people's spirituality that requires this. But I think anytime you lift someone up as a celebrity and give them a little too much power, like by all accounts, if you go back and listen to the interviews of the people that were working there at the time and the people that saw the way he treated people, it was clear that he had an inflated inflated sense of ego, but also that organizations like that are prone to looking for and attaching themselves to people who can lead that have that inflated sense of ego, right? Oh, so like right. and it's charismatic no as well, right? Get a charismatic leader who then starts to believe the things that he's saying and then people start to tell him he's, you know, amazing and better than anything else and he starts to believe it and then he starts to think the rules don't apply to i mean that story is as old as time whether you're the pastor of a church the head of a a company uh you know a celebrity pop star Mm. i mean that story is as old as time right like you just i think your head gets too big your ego gets out of control and then you think like i can do whatever i want Right. And he's just one in a long line of people who did that very thing. And it is interesting, though, and I am excited. Excited is the wrong word, but I am interested in this series uh, because he does. It looks like say that he has a lot of trepidation about participating in the documentary. Um, He says, I'm so nervous about how this is going to be portrayed. 
but I can't control that. Well, Apparently those think, are the though, statements he makes. The guy who was like, because he, again, by all accounts, was like super focused on his own celebrity, had people around him fawning all over him. Mm -hmm. The fact that he is showing up in front of the camera again to talk about himself, I think you should be a little, you know, be a little wary. Oh my goodness. So I am just, this is very shallow of me, but I just have seen a picture of him now. Okay. Compared to what he used to look like. Yeah. It's a it's like a different man completely. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I mean, it just depends on what you're into. <laughs> Do you know what he looks like before? Oh yeah. Okay, would you Very like to clean. see now? This oh, is yeah. a no, I know radio. Oh, you saw. Yeah. It's like it's like he's almost Jesus like. The long hair. Well, he's got the long beard. hair and a beard. Yeah. Yes. I Again, I would just say like anybody who, you know, has the ability to talk their way into doing things, I would just be careful when they continue to talk about what they're doing. Oh, you're saying that it's not necessarily a good thing to hear from him or give him a chance to speak? No, I just think that if, if somebody had a problem with ego, mm. I would just be careful of giving them the spotlight. Oh, sure. Right. We're feeding into that again. Yeah. yeah. Or it's yeah. the potential, right? Yeah. And, and like you if know, he was leading a group, if he comes, he's not like running a church or anything else right now. I don't. Right. Think. Um, but certainly if he was, I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm just going to take a time out and you go to work on you. Mm -hmm. and, and well, but the whole, I, the whole idea of redemption, and we don't need to get into this too much. You know, this is that there is such a like forgiveness part of Christianity that's like if somebody falls off the path we all do yeah. at some point then we need you know it, it's good to forgive them that's like oh, one of the foundational things so it sort of allows um people to repent and be forgiven which is a good thing in theory you know just as long as they don't commit the acts knowing that they're going to be forgiven later so it's no big deal you know what i mean like their intention in the beginning yeah. was like, well, I'm going to be forgiven for this because, hey, we're Christians, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, that's I'm not a part of that church. I'm not a part yeah. of that organization. Like you're entitled to follow and believe and do whatever you sure. want. I just think if somebody bald face lies to you, they have the ability to do that again and again. And you just have to be careful. It's not that people can't change because I've also seen that. And I don't think that's a religious thing i think that's a human thing sure right like people can just change and that's great and they can grow and develop but i'm just saying somebody who was interested in the limelight be careful do you are you gonna watch it oh of course me too because i love i love a good cult story <laughs> i love a good you know um drama it's got all the things it has all the drama did you do you, do you remember that story about the woman that he met in the park and they like started no. texting and then they just had like this insane love affair no okay yeah i no. just knew that he strayed yeah no he oh okay he he really strayed okay when we come back don from carl lentz to charlize theron you're oh, gonna tell us yes. on who her boyfriend is and i don't know maybe you're not vibing on her new man he's fine that's not what you told me <laughs> i don't want to be shallow for two breaks in a row well you have to be because this is your story looks. okay i'll do it when we come back right here on my adventures of bradley and don my talk 107.1 everything entertainment um it's 119 
Great. Guys, thank you for being with us. And we are going to look at Charlize Theron and see who she's hooking up with. What's going on with Charlize? Well, Charlize, of course, is a super talented actress, oh, in my and opinion. The most beautiful, in my opinion. And super, super, uh, just physically beautiful. Uh, past romances were Sean Penn, Gabriel Aubrey, both attractive guys. If you, well, Sean, you know. Um, but anyway, she's dating. This segment guy. is called <laughs> "The Men Dawn Is Not Interested In." No, and it started she's at one o'clock. He's hot. I was like, "Oh, this is so bad, you guys." I'm working through a migraine. Girl, but, don't blame it on your migraine. Okay, but um, so she's seen and paparazzi are taking pictures. They were in Los Feliz at a restaurant, um, and. She's holding hands with a gentleman who I love this article because Charlize Theron's secret new beau. This is the Daily Mail, by the way. Uh, Mad Max star caught holding hands, caught holding hands with handsome model as she finds love again after failed romances with Sean Penn and Gabriel Aubrey. Why are they failed? Because they just didn't continue. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little harsh to label well, them as it is failed. The Daily Mail. Yeah, true. Um, so the last high-profile relationship she was in was with Sean Penn in 2015. Uh, she also raises two children that are lovely, and I'm like, oh, okay, a model. So then I scroll down and I'm like, oh, that's somebody's dad. <laughs> that's somebody's dad in a Hawaiian shirt. Um, so so basically, that's when Don. So I was like, I so basically, you just don't think he's cute. I think he's fine, but is he cute enough you for her? You wanted him. Well, I will say that is not the most flattering photo of her. Yeah, she's looking rough, too. Well, she doesn't look rough. She just looks like a normal person. <laughs> right. Well, the problem is you're so used to seeing Charlize Theron as one of the most beautiful women, you know, like, yeah, I mean, she's just a gorgeous human being. And so I think... You know, this is just two humans out on on a walk. (laughs) But we have to compare their hotness. That's what I'm getting to here. Then nobody will get shallow with me right now. So I went to his model page because he's with Next Model Agency. And he's fine. He's fine. But is he the level of hot? You know who he looks like? Oh, my gosh. I just figured it out. Okay. Old Zach Braff, who got tall. Old Zach Braff, who got tall. I could see Zach Braff. I sure. mean, if you could grow like five yeah. inches. I think he, he's like dirty hot. He's yeah. dirty sexy. He's sort of dad, dirty dad sexy. <laughs> dirty dad sexy. Like he's got some life experience. And, you know, I mean, you don't know what sets Charlize Theron's hearts ablaze. It's true. Yes. Um, I just expected something else. What did you expect? Um... Maybe like a, a chiseled, um, like somebody who has to just be visually stunning, like someone that has the face of like Robert Pattinson or mm. um, Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? More yeah. of a clean cut looking guy. You wanted a more traditionally handsome. And I am t- a terrible person. Why? For saying this, because it's just so wrong. I don't think it's- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Probably first human nice. to be... 
to be shallow, Don. I know. And I'm just letting it all out. I'm not going to be pretend to be um, not shallow in this moment anymore. I just thought that she could do better. <laughs> Let's send her a note. <laughs> yeah. Dear Charlize, do better. But, but yeah, you're just judging him on the physicality, I assume, not the fact that he's a model and... And then I even evaluated like how they were holding hands. Okay. Which is really stupid. Oh no, what were you thinking? About I was that? like, is he holding her hand or is she holding his? Like who has the who has well, her, her the hand more is, grip? The bigger her hand grip. is over his hand. So she's gripping it. Like she is gripping his hand and he might even not even really want to be. Yeah, holding but it's hands. not a whole it's not a whole hand. It's like three fingers. Yep. It is. They're doing three fingers with each other. <laughs> <laughs> from what I can tell. Yes. And he looks unhappy in the photos. But also, they're just people on a street. It's that thing where, like, remember all those articles about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez being angry with each yes, other? Yes, this and it's is like, exactly no, what I'm doing. We watched the video, and they're absolutely fine. I know. It's just, I will say, if you had shown me this photo, and Mike, feel free this? to jump in. If you'd said, who's this? I'd be like, I don't know who that is. Because like, I don't recognize Charlize, and I don't recognize the other guy, obviously. Yeah, because before the show, you said it, she just looks like someone's mom. Yeah, because she's just wearing, like, you know, slacks. It's the middle of the afternoon. Here I am fighting with myself out loud on the air. Why are you fighting with yourself? Well, I'm like, I'm punishing myself for being shallow and thinking You're, what probably everybody yourself? else is thinking. Like, is he hot enough for No, I, I just think people can't see what you're talking about, so it's hard to, to draw that conclusion. Yes, but. yes, on our on our show links page. The Daily Mail article of him strolling with Charlene. I just want his yellow tiger shirt. Yeah. Um, it looks a little Ed Hardy, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I didn't go get, through. It, it does just look like dad chic. What yeah. were you going to say? I went through his next models page, and yeah, yes. it takes a few clicks, but then by like the final four clicks, I'm like, oh, I see it. Yeah, he's got like, you, you get that. He's got the, a little, but not even just like dirty dad. He's got like some uh, sexy soccer player. Mm hmm. Photos, the one from inside the car is very. Much Do you not Zach like Raff. a hairy guy, Don? Because he is. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny to ask. Why? Um, go on. No, I'm saying he's got like facial hair, and I'm like, is that too unkempt? Do you like a man to be no like well groomed? I have dated all different kinds of guys so what is it about him do you think that's just not doing it for you it's because i am judging if he's hot enough for charlene that's what this charlene 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 jeez charlene my friend charlene you are not good enough for my friend charlene okay well don duly noted and thank you and you can look at these pictures on our show links page when we come back we have to talk about britney why her kids might be moving to hawaii is that a good thing a bad thing why is it even a thing? We'll find out when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com, the hometown professionals you can trust to keep you comfy and safe on the road all summer long. By the way, they've got free courtesy cars. So when you drop off your vehicle for scheduled maintenance or you got a question or you're getting new tires, whatever it is, you're going to get that free courtesy car and a car wash with every service, which, by the way, I love the last time I picked up my car. I just sat in it. And I was like, oh, thank you. I know 
I should be really grateful for all the amazing work you actually did under the hood, but it feels so good to be sitting inside a vehicle that was clean on the inside and the outside, thanks to Tom and his team over at Boulevard. So if you want that same experience, that same level of service that I rely on when I bring my vehicle to Boulevard right over in St. Anthony, head to blvdautoworks.com today. Make that appointment or just give them a call. If you got questions, ask. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Boulevard Auto Works, wherever you're going, they're here to get you there. That's where we're sitting here at My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Britney Spears, we had that lovely documentary uh, from TMZ that was um, kind of BS. Okay, good. Um, On Monday, yes. And so we're still in the world of. Kevin Federline, unfortunately. Um, but there's some new information coming out about what he might do. I saw this story yesterday and I thought to myself, what? Okay, so on the heels of that documentary and, well, just interest in Britney Spears, we have seen a story about Britney Spears allegedly supposed, or excuse me, Kevin Federline allegedly, supposedly, wanting to move the kids to Hawaii. What? What? No reaction. Oh, yeah. What? No, no, no. I, yeah. Like, does that, does that seem odd to you at all, that he would want to pick up and move the kids all the way to Hawaii? No, it doesn't at all. Oh, it doesn't? No. Now that I know what you can do in Hawaii. Well, we're going to get there. But like initially, when you find out that Kevin Federline wants to move his or the kids to Hawaii, I imagine you would have lots of questions, right? Um, Well, my my question is in 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 a situation where you're sharing. They're not sharing custody, but if you have a child, he has custody, but he also has to go through the court really to um, he does have to get permission get permission to move her minor sons away from her that far away because in normal situations you're kind of not allowed to do that because it makes it too difficult for the other parent to visit or have any type of relationship he's got well he's got primary custody of the kids and he does have to get permission and i can tell you all the actual details but when i first saw this story i said god i got a lot of questions why the heck would kevin federline want to move his kids to hawaii the other thing i know about britney spears is of course she loves hawaii so this will be interesting according to tmz um britney spears two kids don't want to be in la anymore and they want to move to hawaii to quote have a more private life away from the attention swirling around their mother. However, the story goes on to say that Kevin Federline, Brittany's ex, of course, and his attorney, uh, Mark Vincent, sent a letter to Brittany's lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, about bringing the kids to Hawaii, just asking, hey, would you be open? I also think it's interesting because how do we know this? Well, presumably, Kevin Federline's people sent TMZ the letter, right? Because, like, how else would TMZ TMZ has to do nothing but answer the phone. Yeah, I mean... Hey, it's a great gig if you can get it. Sure. Please call us. We'll report your stories, Kevin. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I thought you meant work for TMZ. Oh, no. Done. Okay. So, anyway, uh, his attorney, Mark Vincent, sends off a letter to Matthew Rosengart asking if she'd be open to, you know, Jaden and Sean relocating to Hawaii with their dad and stepmom, Victoria. And if I, th- I think if I remember correctly, and I'm just trying to double check. Victoria Prince. Victoria has a job offer at a 
somewhere in Hawaii, I think a university. Mm-hmm. And he apparently has, that is, Kevin has DJ opportunities there. And so everybody thinks it would be a great move. But of course, they're going to have to get permission from Brittany. Now, what's interesting is two things. We'll get to one of them in just a second because you've already alluded to it. But the kids are apparently all up for it. The family's up for it. And they seem to think that Brittany will be fine with it because, well, A, she doesn't have a relationship really with them right now. And B, she is in Hawaii a lot. So even if she did have a relationship, then perhaps she would be able to you know, see them or they would at least be able to have access. Mm. So now, that's all interesting. That's the story as it was reported. But you alluded to something, Don, which I think we should get to, because this was also pointed out to me, this is where I first learned of this, uh, that there might be another reason, if we're going to put on our tinfoil hats, Mm -hmm. as to why Kevin wants to move the kids to Hawaii. And that reason is... You get to collect child support until you're 23 if they're going to a university or a trade school. Mm -hmm. So if they're in school, you can literally get more money out of Britney for that much longer where you don't have to do a lot other than DJ at some clubs. (laughs) And his new wife, they have two kids together. That's a lot of kids to support. Thanks, Britney, for the money that we'll continue to have for at least five more years or... Because Jaden is 16 now, so... So what Don is referring to, and this was pointed out by our very uh, own listener, Phil, who said the plot thickens and sent a screen cap of a tweet that first tipped me off to this possibility that you just mentioned. If Brittany's sons are enrolled in college or university in Hawaii, child support can be paid up until the age of 23. Kevin Federline should try working. Ooh. So it does turn out, and we checked, that if, you know, the child is enrolled in a university or institution in the state of uh, Hawaii, in the state of Hawaii, then they could, you know, the the other parent could be responsible um, for continuing to make payments until the age of 23. Which is a five more years. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see if that's. You'd think somebody would see right through that and be like, we're not doing that. <laughs> I don't right? know. I mean. But at the same time. She's at the mercy of them. Honestly, it's very, it's very she sad. Have a relationship. I know she, she doesn't, doesn't have, have one because, well, she doesn't, but, but it could be worked on. Like teenage kids hate their parents sometimes. Oh, That's just I, the I mean, truth. I did. I did yeah. not like my, I did not have a good relationship with my parents but until my early twenties. And it's, I think your duty as the other parent to try to foster a relationship if no criminal activity has happened and they're not, you know, using drugs in front of you or, you know, things like that that would harm them. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think he's really supporting that. Like, let's give mom a break here. He would have you think otherwise. Yeah. But that's not what's happening. He's getting money from her. And he wants to extend that so that he doesn't have to do anything. Give me that money because, well, and remember in one of her rants, to her children, which seemed really off, you know, well, I don't know, it just seems gross that she was doing that in public. But in that rant, she talked about uh, the $40,000 that she was a sending month. her dad a month. So she seems to be somewhat bitter about it. Not her dad, but Kevin. I'm sorry, their dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin. Um, so, look, 
I don't want to get in the middle of somebody else's family oh, for drama. Love. But, but I would think a court is not going to allow something that, you know, is just a purely financial. Yeah. And surely move. her attorney will bring that up and go, I wonder what the motive is here. Well, I do also find it interesting that they didn't go to the court. They just went to her attorney to be like, hey, can we do this? Yeah. You know, to see like, because I imagine they could have gone to the court to get the permission. I don't know the process in California. So, so who sent the information to all these? No, I'm saying how does TMZ know? Well, that's how does what Entertainment I said Tonight? That it was them. It would have had to have been Kevin and his attorney that dropped the info to TMZ. I just don't think it makes them look very good, though. Like, why would they do that? Well, but they've got all the information explaining that she's got a job over there. Mm-hmm. That, you know, so that seems to, again, why would... You know, Britney's people, they wouldn't have all that info. Yeah. So I just think that it's his people trying to lay the groundwork. Like, this is something we're trying to do. We're just floating it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Britney will be fine with it. Because even in the story from TMZ, it says, if I can pull this up here, I think it says that. Well, now I can't find it. Oh, we're told it's unlikely the case will end up in court and Brittany will acquiesce to the move. Again, that seems like a play, right? Like they're trying to just put the narrative out there that like, oh, it's not going to be an issue. I'm sure Brittany will be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wonder who really broke the story about, you know, that, hey, P.S., did you know that child support is different there? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure... Again, anybody that's on Team Brittany is going to do that work real quick to make sure that nobody's taking advantage of Brittany. I do see an article here. This is back. He's been married to Victoria Prince or her his girlfriend at the time in 2008. TMZ exclusive. K-Fed's new girl, kind of a bad A. Why? Because she had been arrested um, uh, for assault and disturbing the peace. So they had her mugshot up here. Okay. Yeah. So. There you go. What's that supposed to mean? That means she's no angel either. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this those is kids... other run-ins. She's had uh, other, back in her high school days, she allegedly waged a terror campaign against three kids you're saying in her you're high school. You're not a fan of her. Well, I mean, you know, she's had her own issues, temporary restraining orders against her. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know anything about her. I've and never... she kind of looks very Britney-like, too. So he definitely has a type. Oh, okay. You know. Um, well, whether or not Britney Spears is going to allow Kevin and the kids to move to Hawaii is uh, still up in the air. But certainly if she makes a decision, we'll let you know. Now, when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn from Britney Spears to Gene Simmons, former mansion. What? He sold a house for 16 million dollars. But now that home is back on the market for 40 Eight million, and I want to take a walk through that home because it looks pretty fancy, Don. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to like it. We'll do that when we come back right here on my. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. So we love to look at celebrity homes. Just oh, the places in Hollywood or maybe London or wherever Paris, and sure. uh, look inside and see, you know, whether or not we'd want to live there. Just theoretically. And Gene Simmons' house is the latest. 
Yeah, so I was scrolling through the internets yesterday and I came across this story and I thought, okay, I want to see what takes a $16 million home and turns it into a $48 million home. And that's exactly the case with the lavish Beverly Hills estate that Gene Simmons officially parted ways with two years ago. But it's back on the market for $48 million wow. after he sold it in 2021 for 16. So just a couple of years ago, what can you do to this home, which by the way has a 10 car garage, that can uh, increase the value by 32 million dollars wow so then i opened up the article which came from the daily mail our favorite tabloid but in this case they've got plenty they provided of some good information here they've, they've always got good you know everybody anyway they have some great photos they've got a photo gallery but you don't have to go to the daily mail if it's not your thing but you can look at this beverly hills estate that gene simmons officially got rid of two years ago and I will say, if you look at the pre and post, the the it it looked like a very typical large McMansion, right? Like mm-hmm. if you look at the facade, it's just it looks very beige, boring, rich, mm. right? But then if you look at the redone facade, it looks very sort of. I think it's it's been afflicted. But I, I'm, I'm really obsessed with the inside. But the outside kind of has that, like, you know how there's this, like, thing out there now? Like, what do they call it? Like, contemporary farmhouse or, like, yeah, modern it's like an old barn. Yeah, like, the facade windows. is a lot of, like, uh, it's not shiplap, but it's just, like, you know, uh, exposed wood or whatever you call that. Exposed wood. Sorry. <laughs> um, but But the inside, as you start to go through it, is just, like, it looks amazing to me. It just looks so new and modern, but not like over the top. But at the same time, it's over the top. I don't know how to describe it. How as you're looking through these photos, no. Dawn, it's very oh. stark. Stark would be a good explanation for Gene Simmons home that's been totally redone. So it looks like a super high end hotel yeah. that you would go to not even in America, like overseas. Yeah, it's uh I just, it's, I can't believe that the home, just the way it was before, I know that it looks like they stripped it to the studs to redo all of this, but I mean, just the size of it alone, I can't believe that you could get that mansion for $16 million in Beverly Hills just because of the size of it. Yeah. But um, it is one of the prettiest very, homes I've ever seen. It's very masculine, I will say. Oh. Like, it it is a very masculine vibe in terms of the color scheme. Like, it's... Just and I'm not saying that you know uh, only men would like it. I'm just saying it's got that sort of dark mm-hmm. steel, exposed, you know, like concrete modern concrete-y, look. Yes. look. But um, not, but not like so sterile like Kim no, Kardashian's house. No, not that's at all. like a weird art piece. No, that was not livable. It's warmer because so it has all of these modern lines and everything. We're not talking like old. It just doesn't look like one of those like. You know, the old style. It definitely looks new, but the wood is what I think makes it seem like a warmer house, you know? Sure. 
you're saying the outside? Mm, the inside, too, because they do use a lot of wood. Um, yeah, there is a lot of, like, wood paneling, mm-hmm. although it's probably not paneling. And they also have this, like, huge-ass garage. Yeah, that used to be a ten- tennis court, and now it's a 10-car garage. Which is better than a tennis court, because let's be clear, like, does, do people use tennis courts anymore? Well, I think it would benefit the, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's part of the reason why it's now $48 million is because they have a 10-car garage. That's way more value It's got a, a, a brand-new 60-by-20 swimming pool, a movie theater, an outdoor barbecue area, which has a dining space for 30 people. That's crazy to me. Wow. Yeah. Um, a lot of metallic. There's also... Um, you can look at all of these pictures on our show links page. It's, it's up there as well on our website. Um, but now... The 10 car garage is very, um, it's barn like, but it's also looks like a shed. Just a shed. Yeah. No, again, it's a it's, church shed. <laughs> church shed. <laughs> um, but it is that, again, I think there's just this like obsession now with like farmhouse, whatever that mm-hmm. means. I'm like, I don't really even know what that means, but I, but you'll see it everywhere. And it's, I think when it, things are sort of like barney looking. Right, with like exposed wood. When you say Barney, you don't mean the purple dinosaur. No. Okay, just to I be clear. I love you. <laughs> also, um, I just want to meet the people who live in a house. This is a thing, the perennial thing, when I look at these types of homes. And Mike, we should take your temperature on this. Yeah, Gene what do you home. think? Is this your style? This is my style. Okay. Yeah, I love this. The biggest thing, that the whole landscaping too, just that whole, basically they turned one area that was just a bunch of bushes uh, at first. They've turned it in this beautiful staircase with yep. all this unbelievable lighting and walkway it right creates down a the real pool. like entrance yes it opens it up so much and yeah it's this is very nice i do love the pool and it also um because they have such huge floor to ceiling windows everywhere um it makes it feel like the outside is inside you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like the greenery out there it just makes it sort of feel like you've got a botanical garden essentially yeah it's just it's very beautiful uh well landscaped and also just very dramatic like if you look at the bedroom Mm -hmm. one of which there are seven bedrooms but one of them i don't know if this is the you know the the primary bedroom but it's huge like that ceiling has to be like 30 feet tall and it goes up into like a, a church like steeple yeah you know point to it the only thing about the windows that would be a little scary for me is that you're so exposed to um, people looking in. <laughs> well, do you notice those giant floor-to-ceiling curtains? Oh, yeah. Okay. I will say I don't like those. I would prefer to have either those fancy windows where you flick a switch and it opaques the windows. Oh, that is or, slick. Or to have like a shutter something that would slide closed just because I think of like all the dust catching that those, those curtains would do like <laughs> curtains to me. Just, I just, I, I get asthma looking at those curtains because oh, sure. of all the dust that they're going to be sucking up. Honestly, you would need like five housekeepers every day to maintain this and just make sure the dust doesn't <laughs> accumulate. Yeah. It's so enormous. Yeah. Wow. And there's not a lot on the floors either, which I'm just here to tell you, that's a lot of dust happening. You better get a, a, lot of dust a little dust. You better get a, a robot. <laughs> you're going to have, little, gonna I can't have to think have of the 30 name right Roombas. Now. Roomba. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do love it. It does seem very hotel-y, though, to me. It does. And I was just wondering, like, if you were living in this house, would you just feel dwarfed by it? Yes. Like, would you just walk through it? Like, I'm only going to be in this one room because I can't. 
True. possibly live in all of these rooms? Or would you just be like, I'm going to just run through my home every day, all the rooms. Nude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to roll around on this couch, and now I'm going to run over here to this room. <laughs> um, I think you're right about feeling dwarfed by it. The idea of an open concept home like this is appealing, but then when you look at something this large, I do think you would feel a little lonely, you know? Well, I also wonder at night, like, have you ever, like, uh, there it's was scary. A, I wanted to go, I wanted to, long story short, I wanted to go away for a weekend, like a solo retreat kind of thing, right? And so I was looking at cabins up north and there were all these like just beautiful things with like big windows and everything. And then I had this moment where I was like, but it's going to get dark. It's going to get dark. And then if you have and any lights on, they can see in and you can't see windows them. And things are going to see me. Yeah. And you have <laughs> and it on. just feels very like exposed. It does. And then you can't see them out there, but they can look in at you. Yeah. And you're just sitting there picking your keister, trying to read a book and minding your own <laughs> beeswax. And you're like, I'm going to And breach. then there's some cre- you know, critter pressing its nose against the glass. Does, uh, that would, that would just being so open and big like that, That's I think would I'm scare me. About the windows. Yeah. I've changed my mind. I don't like this house. <laughs> well, I'm not saying no to this house, but. We'll, we'll close the curtains when you come over, Dawn. Okay. Mike, what do you think? I'm always looking at a house and deciding, is it a cat house or a dog house? That's a dog this, house. Oh, uh, no. This actually, is a cat that house. might be a cat house. Because the dog would just would be yes, trying to run around the halls and it would right. be slipping all over the place. The cat just takes <laughs> oh. its time. Yeah, this is definitely not a dog situation. You have to put down a lot of runners. You need about 14 cats in this house to make it feel like a home. But Sometimes, because like we, have, we have wood floors in our first level, mm-hmm. and thankfully enough carpets but the dog when she hits the wood floors it's like (laughs) so she loves that's what makes it a cat house because you think about the dog running and running and running yeah yeah. think how well because they can't dog can't navigate this house they don't like running on smooth surfaces they don't get traction is what you're saying okay so yeah and then all the trees and everything there's gonna be birds everywhere this is a cat's heaven yeah it is. That's the bad thing. Let's about just it. turn it into a shelter. Who I'm owns in. this now? Who owns Max this? Max Noble. Uh, some guy who has lots of money and is now charging 30, what did I say, $32 million more than Gene Simmons sold the house for. So mm-hmm. if he can make the $48 million, that's a huge turnaround. Now I you know see. why people go into flipping houses. Right. And they just started, like he bought it in 2021. Yeah, only so, two years ago. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Yep. Uh, it was Max Noble of the Nobel Development Group. I don't know what they do, but clearly they have lots of money. All right. Um, in the next hour here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn from daydreaming about homes that we will never live in, mm-hmm. we need to daydream about a lady named Candace. Candace Cameron. Do you remember Candace Cameron, Boo Ray, I do. I was in love with her brother for a while. Yeah, you're not alone. Um, I'm not in love with something she said recently. Silly. And I know you find that shocking. Not really. But it's something she said about fast food. And frankly, I'm just going to call it. It's a lie. She's lying about fast food. And I'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 107.1.